the America's National Parks podcast is sponsored by L.L. Bean, your source for ready-for-anything outerwear this winter. L.L. Bean outerwear is packed with the most advanced materials and innovations, from high-performance jackets with NASA-developed technology to versatile fleece that layers with anything. When it comes to outdoor comfort, they've got you covered. Visit LLBean.com to find a store or shop now. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. If you take the time to stop in West Virginia's New River Gorge, our newest national park, and listen, you may hear intertwined within the sound of birdsong, flowing water, and the wind billowing through the trees, the whistle of a train. I'm Jason Epperson, and today on America's National Parks, the legend born from the gorge that would echo through generations to come, a man named John Henry. Following the new river through the gorge, the original Chesapeake and Ohio Railroad Company was constructed between 1869 and 1872. In the early 1870s, Construction of the CNO Railway along the Greenbrier and New Rivers employed thousands of workers. Many of these men were African Americans who migrated to West Virginia in search of jobs after the Civil War. Jobs on the railroad were labor-intensive and low-paying. They required long hours and were at times extremely dangerous. Railroad workers primarily used shovels, wheelbarrows, mules, and black powder to move millions of tons of rock and dirt to prepare the railroad bed. Workers used the axe and the adze to cut and shape hundreds of trees into ties, bridge timbers, and lumber for rail cars. They sweated in the hot summer sun and froze in the cold mountain winters as they worked to connect Tidewater, Virginia with the Ohio River Valley. In February of 1870, workers began drilling the Great Bend Tunnel, where the Greenbrier River makes a seven-mile meander around Big Bend Mountain. Over 800 men cut a 6,450-foot-long tunnel through the mountain. The workers cut through layers of red shale, which tended to disintegrate when it was exposed to the air, making the tunnel a dangerous place to work. Rockfalls were common, and death was always a possibility. At nearly a mile and one-quarter long, the Great Bend Tunnel is the longest on the CNO Railway. The process of building a tunnel in the 1870s was slow and difficult work, and it was here that one of the greatest legends of world folklore was born. John Henry, the Steel-Driving Man. The John Henry of legend is more myth than man, a tragic, larger-than-life hero involved in an epic battle between man and machine, which was immortalized in a popular folk song, the Ballad of John Henry. With more, here's Abigail Trebu. Written by 
by an unknown author, the song sings of a little boy with a fateful vision of a hammer in his hand, who as a steel driver during the construction of the Great Bend Tunnel on the CNO Railroad at Talcott, West Virginia, takes a hammer in each hand crying, a man ain't nothing but a man. And as he faces down a giant steam-powered drilling machine with the promise, if I can't beat this steam drill down, I'll die with this hammer in my hand. John Henry was the working man's champion in a contest to defend the pride and livelihood of his co-workers as they faced the threat of competition from machines. As the story goes, John Henry was hired as a steel driver for the railroad. Later, the railroad company brought in a steam drill to speed up work on the tunnel. It was said that the steam drill could drill faster than any man. The challenge was on, man against machine. John Henry was known as the strongest, the fastest, and the most powerful man working on the railroad. He went up against the steam drill to prove that the black worker could drill a hole through the rock farther and faster than any drill could. Using two 10-pound hammers, one in each hand, he pounded the drill so fast and so hard that he drilled a 14-foot hole into the rock. The legend says that the drill was only able to drill nine feet. True to his boyhood vision, John Henry triumphs in a fierce race with the drilling machine. But he dies with his hammer in his hand from the exertion of his great feat of strength. Whether you believe the legend of John Henry or the history of John Henry, the result is still the same. The construction of the Great Bend Tunnel and the entire C and O rail line was not a product of the industrial age, but rather the basic physical labor of thousands of now unknown workers. These men whose strong backs, sweat, blood, and desire to build a new life for themselves and their families were the true foundation for the coming of the Chesapeake and Ohio Railroad, the growth of our nation, and the whistle you still hear today. John Henry's complaint to the work captain, a man ain't nothing but a man, found in most versions of the ballad, reminds us of the lives of countless nameless people who helped to build America by the work of their hands, many of whom died in the effort. Historical research supports John Henry as a real person, specifically a steel driver. Henry was one half of a two-man team specializing in the hand drilling of holes up to 14 feet deep into solid rock for the setting of explosive charges. Steel drivers swung a nine-pound hammer straight and strong all day every day, pounding assorted lengths of steel drill bits held by steady and trusting partners called shakers. Shakers placed and guided the drill bits and after every strike of the hammer, turned or shook the bits to remove the pulverized dust. And they did it to work songs, like the Ballad of John Henry. In this recording from 1939, Harold Hazelhurst sings John Henry and tells the story of how workers would drive spikes for the railroads to the song. The name of the song is John Henry. During the time that I was a water boy, and between the age of 15 and 16, on a 
logging camp railroad, the men during the day would sing this uh, while they were driving spikes. While they were driving spikes? Yes. Could you mark off where, how, the, spy, how the, the hammers would be coming down? Uh, just where they'd be coming and hitting against this? Uh, like that? Yeah, that would be good. Well, they'd be double driving. All right, can you, you can double drive as long as you don't double drive into the microphone. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Now, uh, and this is John. Uh, you were telling me that this John Henry wasn't sung the same way always? I mean, they wouldn't begin... Well, no, they wouldn't begin at the same place all the time. Sometimes they'd begin when he was only six months old, or perhaps they would begin by John Henry. He had a little woman. Mm-hmm. Well, now tell me, uh, but they always have the same tune to it. Oh, yes, they had the same tune all the time, but different wording, you know. They would make up words all the time. Okay. Uh, see, the fellows from different railroads would come and work on this track with us, and each fellow, perhaps he'd have a different new voice that he'd okay. add to this song. Well, good. Well, now, you, let's hear the way, the way you remember it. Well, uh, sing it over again. Yeah. Sing it now. Well, start over again. Right. When they brought John Henry to this country, they brought him through by land. The people came from far and near just to see a steel-driving man, just to see a steel-driving man. When John Henry was but six days old, you could hold him in the palm of your hand. But when he got to be six months old, you had to rock him in a wayward land. You had to rock him in a wayward land. John Henry told his captain that a man ain't nothing but a man. Before I let this hammer out to me, I'll die with the handle in my hand. John Henry, I'll die with the hammer in my hand. John Henry had a little woman, and the dress she wore was red. She looked down the track and she never looked back, says, I'm born where John Henry fell dead. I'm born where John Henry fell dead. It's believed that John Henry died at the Great Bend Tunnel, one of the estimated hundreds of workers who died due to rockfalls, malfunctioning explosions, or tunnel sickness, an illness caused by the excessive inhalation of dust. These men now rest in unmarked graves at the tunnel entrance below the statue of John Henry, who still stands as their champion. You can see the John Henry statue at the opening of the Great Bend Tunnel, one of the many places you can explore in New River Gorge National Park and Preserve. When visiting, stop at Canyon Rim Visitor Center any time of the year. Sandstone Visitor Center is open spring, summer, and fall, and intermittently in the winter. Visitor centers at Grandview and Thurmond are seasonal, generally opening from Memorial Day through Labor Day. Food, lodging, and full-service campgrounds can easily be found in the gateway communities surrounding the park, including Hinton, Fayetteville, and Beckley. Free primitive camping is on a first-come, first-served basis and available at a number of locations within the park. This episode of America's National Parks was hosted by me, Jason Epperson, with narration by Abigail Trebu. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search National Park Podcast. You can also join our America's National Parks Facebook group. And for more great American destinations, give us a listen at the See America Podcast. Or if you're interested in RV travel, find us at the RV Miles Podcast. 
You can also follow Abigail and me as we travel the country with our three boys all over social media as Our Wandering Family. Today's show was sponsored by L.L. Bean. Follow the hashtag BeAnOutsider and visit LLBean.com to find great gear for exploring the national parks.